Uh, hey guys, we're doing this Sonic 2 episode today. Yes. And yep. I thought for our intro, actually, I mean, I prepared something. If oh, we okay. Just, oh, cool. You know, instead of, instead of riffing it out, we can I kind of have a scripted thing for us. So this is this is kind of my fanfic. Um, okay. For okay, Sonic great. and Tails. So Heather, if you want to play Sonic, and Matt, if you want to play Tails, <clears throat> uh, I put the script. I put the the Google Doc link for the script in the chat. And okay. my one note, kind of just for performance uh-huh. for both of you, is uh, is passion. Passion. Is this passion. voice? How do you think about this voice? Hey, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, does that work for you? Is that like a good area? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I think that's a good vocal range for you cool. to be in. But just just keep in mind, you know, like we really want like to convey heat. Got it. Okay. I'm well, tails. Emotion. All right. Let uh, me... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- th- these are good, but just just yeah, just okay. take a look at your size. Oh, is this, is this the file I mean. here? Is that okay? Yeah, uh, that, that's the link see. to the Google Doc. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 by Nick Weiger. Interior. Um, hmm. Uh. Oh. I worked really hard on this. Um. Okay, right out of the gate, uh, the first line makes me a little uncomfortable, and I. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if tails. I don't know if tails would ask Sonic why he has all the rings on his cock. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I well, yeah, maybe uh, maybe this opening here is is like a joke. Uh, maybe I'll get on the second. Oh page yeah, it's probably no, a I, joke. I'm sorry. That's the you. It's no. This is. I know we oftentimes do like kind of like a you know silly sketch thing, but no, this is this is very serious. Yeah, you've you've written here in the action line, uh, as if it's really happening, which is a yeah. strange. Yeah, I mean, that's a strange. Uh, thing to give as a direction of action. Yeah, um, and I don't want to offer this as a criticism, really. This is kind of longer than our other intros, because there's like 70 pages to this. Yeah. We can't do this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I didn't get, I didn't actually finish it, but like we can maybe do part two oh. uh, on another episode. And I, I'm scrolling, I'm, you know, I'm flipping through some of the pages here, and mm-hmm. it looks like there's like a, a monster fuck parody. <laughs> yeah, parody of an existing yeah. parody song. Yeah, but it was like with Sonic. Like, I mean, with, I'll just read this Sonic one as an specifics. example. Uh, Knuckles shoved his knuckles up Sonic's ass. Like, I just don't, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, this is bad. We can't. I'm, I, 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 it's not just that it's bad, Nick. It's that it's upsetting. I, okay. I, I don't there's I've I've gotten to this section here that that looks like a footnote and it is an explanation of how somebody can self inseminate. And I don't mm-hmm. I I mean, it's a lengthy treatise that looks almost like a scientific paper. But instead of referring to body parts as penis, for example, you 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 exclusively use the word hot cock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nick, I, I can't I, read I, this. I, I, Okay, I, th- I think all these notes are are, are helpful. Um, you know, it's kind of to me this is finished, so I'm not really like interested in that kind of feedback. But I think what I would say <laughs> is that you guys can just internalize it. No, and have that have that guide your own performance. No, I have no interest in internalizing this. Okay, I wish I could have never have read it. Yeah, thirty the of words... these pages are drawings. Yeah, <laughs> there is 
there there's a hyperlink to a video on this on this on this Google Doc that takes yeah. me to what looks like a handheld camera from your balcony. So I'm absolutely not watching the video. Like I'm not yeah. watching the video. It's from my balcony, uh, but it's of me. Yeah. So it's sure. kind of like sort of like a. No, I know. It looks like you stepped outside your house in the fastest way possible mm-hmm. and just started shooting video for whatever this sequence is. And I don't want to know. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'll just do it solo then. Hey, Sonic, come over here. Get close to me. Okay, Sonic. Boy, you sure are sexy. Can we cut this out? Can we edit this? <laughs> Is there a way to cut this happening from the episode? No, it's, Do we have- it's stuck. The thing is, it's stuck. So, Matt, you are doing your lines now? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go fast through Hilltop Zone and drown horrifically as we play you play 16-bit classic Sonic the Hedgehog 2. This week on Get Played! Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played! I'm your host, HAC, along with my fellow host, NW. That's right. I'm N- I'm NW, Nick Tails Weiger, <laughs> along with Matt the Apodaca. Uh, hello, everyone. I want to be knuc- Knuckles. Can I be Knuckles? Oh, cool. Then I'm Sonic. That works. Yeah, that okay. works out perfectly. Oh, wow. Yeah. This, this rock. Of course I'm Tails in this dynamic. Who else would I be? <laughs> you could be uh, one of the um, the little robot things. Uh, his, right. little, his little things. I don't know what you they're called. I don't know enough about Sonic to know what they're called. One of the creatures converted into a, a, a machine via Dr. Yeah. Robotnik slash Eggman. I'm going to say this as, as a positive. I'm going to say this mm-hmm. as a positive because I don't want to take anything from you, Apodaca. But I think Apodaca is more a Sonic than I am, and I think I'm more Knuckles than he is. Because, and, you know, I was sure. thinking this as well, and I am happy to trade <laughs> if you'd like. Uh, yes! Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I punch every morning. I should yeah. be Knuckles. And I eat chili dogs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, boy, uh, uh, we're going back in time a little bit. We're going to be talking about a game from the 16-bit era. Uh, one of probably uh, one of the most important sequels of all time. I think maybe the most important game in the Sonic franchise, just in terms of what it established and, and you know, uh, that it that it just became that it turned the game into a franchise uh, and that it also like, you know, added a new iconic character and sort of set the template for there are going to be a bunch of Sonic supporting. There's going to be a Sonic supporting cast. Uh, so we're we're going to we're going to we're going to dig in on that in depth. Right. Because this week is our we play you play of Sonic. Or we 2. play you play of Sonic the Hedgehog to the game in honor of the movie, the film. Uh, but before we get into that, it's first time. To talk about some other games. Guys, what are you playing? 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 Huh? What are you playing? Okay. Yeah. Wow. What are okay. you playing? What are you playing? Pretty good. <laughs> it's like an old Steve Miller band song. Yeah. 
What are you playing, <laughs> President Nixon? Oh. <laughs> playing Guys. with my tax dollars, Tricky Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I guess I'll go first. You know, I, I beat Elden Ring a couple weeks ago, and though I was dabbling in just ruining other people's experiences by <laughs> hanging out on a platform, invading nonstop, <laughs> and, and slaying almost everybody. Like, it's such a... I found a terrible place to invade, and I was indulging in it. But, um... I got... I'm, I'm like, level 200 or something, and so I was just... Because I... <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah. decided to give it up, and I took out Elden Ring, which was the first time in months. Ejected it in, from your PS5. Ejected it from my wow. PS5. As a, a, a physical media girl, I ejected my disc. I put it back in its uh, holder. Holder? Sleeve? What do you call that? Jewel case? Clamshell box? Yeah, it's um, a clamshell box. And, uh, and then wet. I inserted... <laughs> ugh, Fuck. Fuck. What? <laughs> like a clamshell. <laughs> you think it's dry in there? God. Good God. Uh, I inserted the disc to Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise. Yes. I've seen the clips online for the game. My favorite being some out of context clip where a boss is saying, uh, my name is... I don't even remember what the fuck his name is. It's like, my name is Balthazar. And the main character interrupts him and goes, I don't give a fuck who you are. And punches him. Fuck. That rules. Um, I was not expecting an action game. It is an action game. And it is a, I would say, a Souls-like. In wow. That it is uh, a difficult set of enemies in a dungeon. And it's as far as I've gotten so far. But the thing I want to say about the game and the tone it sets from the outset is, is that the first thing that happens is that the dude, after you like play this little cold open where you're fighting a boss with your with your buddies, uh, the first thing that happens like canonically at the beginning of the game is that the guy is walking through a field of wheat as Sinatra's My Way plays with lyrics. And it is, is baffling. It, that's insane. That's awesome. Um, I can't wait to get farther into it. I was a little put off. I had to rearrange my buttons so they were Elden Ring place buttons. Mm. That's that. That is a disorienting thing. I will say, as as someone who's played a couple other games as well, is is you know because the Elden Ring button mapping is so distinct. Yeah. And you spend so much time in it that when you go back to a more conventional layout, it's a little disorienting. When I played, um, what is it, Fallen Order, that Jedi game? Yes. I had to map uh, Souls and Sekiro uh, buttons to my, like, pressing trigger. And and I'll I'll say this also about Stranger of Paradise is that it the triggers are swords. So, like, oh, it's already predominantly a Souls uh, controller setup, but uh, rolling was on X and I had to switch it to, to circle because you can't. You got it. You, you roll so much <laughs> in Elden right. Ring that to roll with any other button feels fake and weird. Yeah. 
Uh, it's it's Team Ninja apparently the behind the uh, Stranger of Paradise. Uh, I I had the entire so that that explains kind of its its more actiony mm-hmm. feel. I really really want to play this game. I was listening to Giant Palmcast and uh, the entire story was spoiled on that and with 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 warning. I, I uh, and um, it just made me want to play it so much more. I was like, this is fucking <laughs> batshit. I can't believe this is what happens in this game. And also. Matt and I are, and I and I believe you too, Heather. But but you know, Matt and I have talked about our fandom for Final Fantasy One, which this is yes. like the, I don't know if it's the sequel, the prequel. I don't know exactly where it lays out, but it definitely ties into that world. And and just as someone who knows that game very very well, has played through it a number of times, like I'm super intrigued uh, it, 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 with that as a hook. So yeah, you know, I gotta guys, play this fucking thing. If if you're both gonna play it, we could make it an episode, and I'll talk about something else on uh, what are you playing next week. I wouldn't mind it. I'm already playing wow. it. Wow. Wow. So you play. I cha- Maybe we play. Yeah, I play. You play. <laughs> this, this is, this is. by the way, this is not planned out in advance. This is the, we're, we're, no. talking, we're coming up with this right now. So anyone yeah. who's listening thinks this is perhaps telegraphed or choreographed. It's I not. think, I think it straddles the line of old concept for the show, new concept mm-hmm. for the show, right. which is that we play games that we actually don't want to, that we don't hate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but this one's bonkers. Yeah. So maybe I do want to play put, it. You do, and I know you want to play it. So I want to play it. Here we go. Should we say it? Wow. Is it going to be a future episode? Hey, but, uh, I think, yeah, probably. Maybe yes. sometime down the line. Maybe, uh, maybe another a month away, perhaps. Yeah, maybe not next month. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But but at but some point month? in the future. Possible. Hey, I think in the following hey. month. I think Why don't we, we could just say it? Why don't you just say it? Why don't we just say it? Why don't we just say next month's We Play You Play is different, but the following month is Stranger Paradise. You guys up for that challenge? I'm down to locking in right now. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll also, we have this game slop format, which we do on occasion, which could also do that if we don't want to do a full deep dive. That's yeah, interesting. But, but, but all the human beings out there, We Play You Playing along with us in Stranger mm-hmm. Paradise would be pretty joyful. All right, let's fucking do it. Unless there's another big release in June that we're forgetting about. That's yeah. the only thing I might want to audible. And this like, is good because we can track the sales now of Stranger yes. in Paradise and see if it got the get played bump. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it sold two additional copies to me and Matt. <laughs> hey, it's not nothing. So are you liking it overall? Uh, well, I, my initial response is No. Because <laughs> okay, so wait a second. Wait, wait, because but I think that's you can't like Elden Ring is so flawless that to go into any other game is going to be a bit of a rebirthing process for yourself as mm. a gamer. Uh, and it's I I also have rarely dreamed about games, and I've had significant Elden Ring dreams, and sure. they're usually just strategies. Like, it'll be like, I'll dream of fighting millennia for for like two nights in a row and just be like, oh, I should roll there. And that'll be like the entirety of the dream will be like my brain processing yeah. her moveset and being like, I should roll there. OK, that'll be. And I just it the dream also is not I'm in Elden Ring. It's just the screen. <laughs> yes. So. So to go from something that um, enveloping into a game that is, I don't think, designed to be an obsession, 
uh, is always go. It's 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 a little off putting at first, but I have been thinking about it, so I know it's not bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've been thinking, oh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting some time to play it again. Yeah, it sounds absolutely intriguing to to me, uh, Matt. Would Elden Ring just got touched on? And I know you have yes. some Elden Ring news of your own. That's right. Uh, I fucking beat that game, baby. Wow. Yeah. I beat, I beat Elden Ring at 169 hours and 32 minutes. Or, or That's I rad. think it was actually 169 hours, 55 minutes, and 32 seconds, I think was my final time. Um, wow. And um, yeah, I attacked and killed God. It, it felt amazing. <laughs> uh, I I was really struggling uh, with the, the final boss for like a few days, like maybe for like a week plus actually and um i i was then just going around doing other stuff but i finally got to a spot where i was like i think i can fucking do this on my own i was trying to i was trying with summons a lot of listeners were helping me uh heather got in the mix a, a couple times as well and uh i was just like it's i'm having didn't, a hard sorry, time sorry, real quick yeah didn't heather accidentally kill you at some point oh heather did invade <laughs> me at one point and um i didn't know what to do honestly i was really fucking scared uh, <laughs> it's an accident so here's the thing Let, hold on before i before i come out like a, like a bad person here yeah um the, so Matt, I know Matt, Matt is doing like he texts the thread. He's like, hey, I'm going to go another run for the boss. And I'm like, OK, hey, dude, I'm around if you want. But no reply because Apodaca is fighting the boss over and over I'm again. In. And I'm in the hallway and I put up a summon and I'm like, maybe he'll see it. Maybe I'll get lucky. But I'm waiting for like 20 minutes. So I'm like, I'll invade a couple times while I'm just sitting around here bored. Invaded a few times, killed a bunch of people in front of, which is so funny, like to get all the way to the final boss. Because you also get trapped in that stairwell, basically. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Yeah, uh, go it's anywhere. really funny. <laughs> and so like, I'm, you know, I'm just basically doing a, a boss rush of my own where I'm the boss and everybody else yeah. is players. I'm and then the boss. At some point, <laughs> I'm like blasting away at somebody and realize that the when the first time Matt and I played together your name was Apodaca. yeah it was my name but then i thought i should change it because i was like i don't know i was like do i need people knowing that it's me but like so, it is just a whole thing so the so as i'm chopping away at this person and his and his friends i realize i'm like mk apo uh, what was it? MK Oppo Doc? I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh no, it's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing my friend. And I ran away. And there's no there's no way to signal to somebody, wait, I'm sorry in this game. <laughs> no, like, I, and so I, I switched to killing Heather. <laughs> I switched to the emote menu and I was trying to get like, yeah. like something to say, like, I'm sorry, or like curl up in a ball or whatever. Uh, and then he he killed me over in the corner of the stairwell because I was like, ah, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it felt on my end like I had done a hit and run. Like it felt, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I had run over a person <laughs> in, near a park and just <laughs> driven away. Like I had this feeling of shame and guilt and fear yeah. afterwards that was 
I've never felt in a video game before. I felt like wow. I had been walked in on taking a shit. Like it was like it was. <laughs> it, it was like such a jarring thing. It was like oh, my friend's not supposed to see me like this, uh, even though I've summoned you in the game before. Yeah. Um, it so was, if yeah. we merge those realities, then you were shitting in a public park restroom, and Heather drove her car into it. Yeah, and hit you, and then drove away. Yeah, that. It, it, and we still do know each other. Like that. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, Heather. Um, but Saturday morning, last Saturday morning. I got up and I was like, not ready to fully get out of bed, but I wanted to play Elden Ring. So I pulled out my backbone, which is insane because I have pretty good Wi-Fi. So like the lag wasn't that bad. Uh, there wasn't like any lag at all. It would maybe get a little choppy sometimes, but I was like, I'm just going to try to take down the boss. And I got really close on my backbone, so close that I was like, I just got to get up. I think if I get on my actual controller and I'm sitting in my on my couch. I can just do this. Uh, and it took me one try, basically, when I got up. And I did it. Uh, That's fucking sick. It was so awesome. Um, and I went for the the Ronnie ending because I guess I'm a simp. And because uh, I, I had the opportunity for three different endings. I completed mm-hmm. Ronnie's quest line. I completed Fia's quest line. And then I think I just had the normal uh, uh, ending available to me as well. Um and these and these are these are late game spoilers, but I feel like the game's been out enough at this point, and we're talking yes. vaguely enough about it that it's probably okay. Yeah, and there's you know there's multiple endings, uh, right? You know, if that's a spoiler to you, um, sorry. Uh, and, Welcome to video games. Yeah. If that's a spoiler to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I I I felt so accomplished. I start I was like cheering uh, on my couch, and my girlfriend so was like, cool. "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> you're an Elden what? <laughs> um, uh, so, th- but she was proud of me, and that was that was nice. But then I also this other little bit of uh, gaming news for me. Uh, I got my hands on an analog pocket, baby. Yeah. Uh, yes. And and I was nervous that my my EverDrive uh, XB uh, X my my EverDrive GBX seven wasn't going to work because it's been hit or miss for some people. It works, and I played through Deadius. The game that Heather was talking about uh, mm. a while mm. back, which she brought a song from, and uh, it's a short little game, but it has eleven endings, and I got like four or five oh, of the cool. endings. Um, I've just played through it a couple. You can play through it in like an hour, uh, but there's like eleven uh, different endings, uh, and based on what you do, and it it's that game. Without I won't spoil that game because I feel like uh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, um, but it's. A wild little game. Very, very cool. Very interesting. Um, a little disturbing. It tells you in the beginning, like it has stuff in the game that's like a little uh, disturbing for some players. So that's like a sure. nice little warning up top. Uh, but it's very, very cool. Uh, I, I'd recommend it if uh, that's something that you'd be interested in. What is the what's what's the platform of origin, or what can you actually play it on? Or, oh or is yeah, it just so you can play pocket? it. It's on itch.io. It's it was designed okay. with GB Studio. So it's it was designed to be a Game Boy game. Um so you can play it on itch uh or you can download it and play it on your computer uh basically on anything. And then uh they did make a physical cartridge for it. I bought the ROM of it. Uh they sell the ROM on uh on their website. I can't remember the I I mean on their itch uh profile they they sell it. Um and it's such a cool I don't know. It's it's cool that people are making games. Uh, that people uh, like are just like I like to do that. Like and, and like sure. it's, just a, it's a very small like t- 
team. I don't know how many people like made this thing. It's a very, like I said, it's, you can play through it in an hour. And then on one of my runs, I played through to get one of the endings. I think I played through it in like 30 minutes. Um, Cause you can do a bunch of different things uh, early. If you, if you uh, go about a certain path, um, what, what's the title again? It's called Deadius. It's D E A D E U S. Um, and it, yeah, it, it rocks. It's just a, such a little banger of a game. Um, I'm looking at screenshots now. This looks fucking rad. Yeah, it's basically like you have the like you and all the other kids in the town have a the, a, a similar nightmare, and you're trying to figure out why that is. And you can go about it by like you know, there's a couple of different ways to explore the world. It's a very small little town, um, sure. but you have three days uh, to complete uh, the game, basically. Um, and it's uh, it's very cool, very very cool. And look, yeah. I'm looking at the uh, the the itch.io page, and it looks like it's it's yeah, it actually it is a Game Boy ROM that you download if you buy it. Yeah, and so you can play it with an emulator on PC or whatever platform. But that's that's fucking cool. I yeah. I, I love that. I hey and hey, speaking of indie studios, independent development, I've been playing this game, insurmountable which oh. was put together by Berlin-based developer Byte Rockers Games. And I, I picked it up because it was free on the Epic Games Store. Uh, they, they just had a 2.0 update, which incorporated a bunch of quality of life stuff, new content, uh, some community suggestions. This is a really unique design. Uh, it's, it's a roguelite, but it's not combat-based. It's about climbing a mountain. Wow. You scale a peak. And you try to climb this mountain, and if you die, you start over and climb the mountain again. Uh, and uh, you know you can, you upgrade your character as you go. So that's that's the roguelite element is that you know you'll get stat points, you'll get additional points that you can put into you know your various uh, gauges because it is really about resource management and 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 your special skills yeah. that you can have. But basically, you're 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 just you know you 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 figure out your payload, you figure out your pack, what you're going to go, uh, what you're going to have with you, you know what. Uh, rope, oxygen tanks, uh, provisions, all that sort of shit. And uh, all those refill your various gauges uh, as you scale this hexagonal map uh, with little markers for events it, to, to, to cite a more widely known game that, that I, I'm sure some people have played. It's, it's kind of like Slay the Spire in the sense of like there'll be a little, a little icon when you get to a certain hub and you know that a, one of a, a certain number of events will transpire when you get there. And you'll you'll get to that little thing and there will be like another another hiker that you'll meet, another mountaineer who will maybe give you something or will, you know, uh, be an obstacle uh, or you'll find a cave you can sleep in and escape from the elements and recharge your gauges a little bit. There's a sanity meter, which I really like because <laughs> I think that is a part of like climbing a mountain. And it's it's like a yeah. cool, and it's a cool feature. People just like go absolutely crazy when they're oxygen deprived. So like. When you instance, logged in for the first time, did yours fucking shatter? <laughs> <laughs> Read my biometrics or yeah, like, oh, fuck. This guy's freaking Joker-esque. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's so for like just just to cite just to give an example of one event, you'll come across a dead antelope and you'll have the option to dig in its entrails to find undigested herbs uh, that you can use to heal Ugh. yourself and sustain wow. yourself. Fuck. And so you can do that, but you take a massive hit to your sanity if you do, because, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, like I'm, yeah. Di I'm digging through a dead animal's uh, entrails on the side <laughs> of a mountain to, to eat the undigested 
fucking, you know, uh, vegetable proteins yeah. inside? What Something is happening? They already ate, but hasn't made yes, it all yeah. the way down. Yeah. Ugh, yuck. But hey, it, you got to survive, baby. Um, it's, it's a really cool design. You know, the, the, the thing I'll say is that it's got like, it's, it's fully, the map is fully 3d, which may, means it's, it's very camera heavy. Like it's very, mm. it's, you have, you have to babysit the camera a lot to, it's, it's tough sometimes to put it in the, the right spot because you can, you know, circumnavigate the whole fucking mountain. Uh, and it, there is an element of me that kind of wishes it was more of like the Qbert approach, you know, where it was like a, uh, like a 120 degree like sliver of yeah. the mountain. So you didn't have to worry about circling all the way around it and trying to find your camera in the right spot because sometimes that gets annoying. And you can get uh, fucked by Gad. And you can get fucked by Josh Gad. Yeah. <laughs> and impregnated. Um, <clears throat> happens in pixels. We talked about it. It's the post credit scene. <laughs> Josh and Gad it's treated is as normal and fine. Treated as normal. The the only thing that that I would say is that 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 I kind of beyond the camera that's a little bit is that is that it is one where you know they there they it introduces like a sci fi element mm. which I kind of wish it didn't have. And may, maybe the narrative reaches a point where I'm like, oh, okay, I this is justified. But I, I guess, but it, it's it's science fiction, it's science fictiony, and then they also like know they're in a time loop. Which I'm kind of like, mm, boy, the the rest of this gameplay is just so grounded that I kind of wish it was a more grounded approach. But maybe as you get more runs and learn more of the story, it will ultimately pay off in a, in a satisfying way. But as of now, I was like, I, I, this is this is a really delightful thing to play for a little bit when I need a mental break from Elden Ring, which I am still making my way through. Uh, but yeah, insurmountable. Check it out if you if you like those sort of games. If you're looking for a roguelite with no combat, it's it's a fun sort of. I don't want to say low stress because it can actually get pretty stressful if you're worried your guy is going to die of oxygen deprivation on the side of a mountain. But um, but 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 it's a fun it's a fun approach to this this design. Uh, the other game I've been playing, I had a plane trip uh, this uh, recently, and so yes. I guy spent some more time in the Forgotten Land with our pal Kirby. Uh, this nice. this game is is fucking great. The more I've played it. The, I, and I am in what I believe to be the final world, just knowing how, you know, these uh, these games are paced and uh, in this aesthetic of like, OK, this is kind of final world sort of feeling. Uh, it's it's just so, so, so super duper satisfying. Like, it's, it's the kind of thing of like it's just full of ideas and things like, you know, I didn't know how satisfying it would be to envelop a vending machine with my mouth. And then embody that and then spit cans of cola at enemies. Yeah. But it's real that's really fun. And it's like that's a cool idea that I haven't seen anywhere else. And this this game just like does a it, it, it's just full of that sort of shit. Uh evolving the weapons is is super duper satisfying. You reach a point where you can evolve your sword into Meta Knight sword, uh, which is rad. Matt, we talked about on a previous episode a couple weeks ago how you'll come across sleeping enemies. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you figure this out, but if if you don't uh, slaughter a sleeping enemy in a, a while it's snoozing, if you instead uh, eat it, which I guess is maybe more horrifying. Yeah. Uh, but if you swallow one of the sleeping enemies, you get a little sleeping cap, and that's its own ability. You get a sleeping cap, and then you can take a nap to heal yourself. Well, that's how fun let's is just that? Say I haven't discovered that because I'm killing every <laughs> sleeping enemy I've seen. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> I'm playing this like Elden Ring, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is, you know, it, it, it's, it's certainly not at, at, at all in that same 
level of that same threshold of difficulty as Elden Ring. But there are some terrific main boss fights. Some of the mini boss fights get recycled a little bit too often. Like I feel like I fought bonkers like mm -hmm. 14 times. I keep finding different versions of bonkers or like two bonkers at once. Bonkers is like this ape with a big hammer. Uh, but the the like the the main boss fight with Silly Dillo was like genuinely a little challenging. Uh, line really good uh, boss fight, distractingly attractive. So that was a different element. Um, and <laughs> I don't want you to was, die, baby. <laughs> uh, it's 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 fucking great. This is a this is a terrific uh, mainline Kirby game, and it's just so charming and fun, and such a great change of pace from from Elden Ring, which I've been playing. And uh, and and man, how fun is it to play a Switch Lite on an aeroplane? Boy, I yeah. had taken that for granted. Yeah, <sighs> really, really fantastic. Uh, it's it's just so compact and nice. And, and Kirby, delightful. Man, what a sweetie. What a sweetie. So, oh man, a masterclass in animation. Just it such looks a really good. Character, such a simple character design, uh, Kirby and the Waddle Dees, but they are so expressive. What they're able to do with like two eyes and a mouth and, and a circular body, it's just like, man, he, he, uh, Kirby can convey everything. It's really a lot of talent making this game. Yeah, I, I, I really, I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm excited to, to, to finish this one. I'm, I, when I hear you guys talking about Kirby, I'm jealous because I'm not a part of the Kirby world or the Kirby fandom. All of the words you're saying are nonsense to me. Uh, <laughs> but it, I know I know people love it so much and that it, it is so charming when I see it in a commercial. Maybe someday I'll make friends with Kirby. Wow. Maybe. I think That's this is a good this is a good entry point for this for the franchise too because you know it's on the Switch it's super duper approachable. I think Heather, your issue is that you would just find it way too easy because ah. it, it's just there's there's rarely sections of of this game that I have to replay. I don't know if I've actually died on a level. I failed some of the uh, the mini game chat. Like there's all yes, these challenges same. where you'll you'll have an ability like you have to use the uh, you know the the bomb ability to try to get through a little gauntlet to uh, get a little bonus item. So I failed some of those and I've died on uh, on the boss fights a few times. But it's it's nothing compared to uh, the games you I, I know you love, Heather. Hmm. Well, maybe. But it's fun. Yeah, I I love a visual novel. There's very little combat in those. Uh, you know. As long as it's well, as as long as it's not a game where you you boot it up and it's like scrambled letters and it's like solve the puzzle to start the game, then I, I I'll probably be okay. Yeah, there it is filled. I mean, it is filled with Kirby's version of combat. You're yes. going around and annihilating enemies and swallowing them whole. So from that yeah. standpoint, yeah, mm. you gotta you gotta to play Kirby, you gotta master the suck. <laughs> Yikes! This is how it goes. I didn't make it up. This is what you, you gotta, gotta make do. it up. It's the tagline. Who am I, the creator of Kirby? I that R.I.P. Satoru Iwata. Yeah, <laughs> one of the well, greats. Yes. Um. No, I didn't have anything else to say other than how many times have you tried to make Kirby suck his own dick? Uh, <laughs> <do> you, <laughs> and if he succeeded, what would he become? Um, <laughs>
Let's talk about this month's We Play, You Play, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You know, once a month we do an episode dedicated to a long play of one gump, and this month, because of the movie, and because it's one of the most beloved video game sequels of all time, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is what we're discussing. Heather, I mean, I think you're the one with the most... I played this game... I didn't have a Genesis, but I played this game. I, I spent more time with Sonic the Hedgehog 1 on mm. my friend's Genesis. But I played mm. some Sonic 2, and then I definitely returned to it, you know, when emulation became a, a, a thing later in the 90s or when mm. emulation became more omnipresent later in the 90s. I, mm-hmm. I definitely you know, played Sonic the Hedgehog 2 then. But you, I, I, I imagine, were hyped for this game, got it on release on your Genesis Mega Drive. Yes. So Sonic 2 is... Uh, for me personally, was the Mario three event of my life. Wow. Or the, or the, I mean, I guess Street Fighter three was, was, uh, was a, a s- sequel that I had been waiting for, for a long time. Um, but Sonic two, I can't like, if you weren't a, 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 a kid in the nineties, looking at Sonic two commercials before Sonic two came out, It looked like the most colorful game you could possibly imagine. Mm. And a lot of the advertising was also about just negging Nintendo. And it made Mm -hmm. Nintendo games, specifically Super Mario World, which is an incredible game. It made it look stupid. Like it (laughs) sluggish. Makes it look sluggish. Yeah, they would they would show screens back to back. And it would be like Sonic and Tails or Sonic himself, like in loop and curly cues and that just the tech of of sonic running through a corkscrew blew your fucking mind as a yes. kid right like you were like how is this happening on my screen it blew my mind now like i was like shocked by it like when i saw it honestly it's a great effect yeah it's really good um it, it's it's super cool yeah go on but so let's talk sonic 2 Comes out in 1992. It's developed by Sega Sega Technical Institute and was published by Sega for the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive. This was a cooperative uh, Japanese American development process. The game was built in California, and then when it was flown back to Japan in order to be published, they flew the source code on two separate planes in case a plane crashed. So like Sonic Two was treated like it's fucking amazing. You know, it's it's a, yeah. a a game that takes place across ten zones, twenty three levels or acts. Uh, fantastic music. The introduction of the first sidekick character, Tails, or Miles, Miles Tails Prower, Prower uh, yes. which I read. Uh, Miles Prower was the name that the Japanese team pitched, and uh, the American team was like, "That name sucks." Uh, he's got to have a, a different name, and they compromised with Miles Tails Prower. Um, it is but- funny that they came up with like uh, they have Sonic, who's like a singular name, and that's sort of like what his whole thing is. And yeah. then like they gave like I mean they gave Tails uh, first and last name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yes. he's a normal yeah. man. Um, I also I'm going to share this in the chat. Uh, this uh, this is also a character who shows up in um, Sonic 2. Uh, and um, I, I don't know. I I, I feel like you guys... <laughs> I feel, oh, I feel of like course. Guys... Cucky. Yeah, I know this guy. Cucky, yeah. Cucky like, shows up. <laughs> C- 
<laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> uh, wait, what's wrong? <laughs> they, That's his they, name? Yeah, yeah his they name ret- is... They retconned him as Clucky, I believe, but, but yeah, Cucky. Cucky. <laughs> <laughs> He's a chicken. That's the noise they make. So... Sonic 2 was previewed in magazines back in the day before it came out. And uh, a lot of the pre-release uh, magazine coverage was of levels that were never released, which as a mm. kid made you feel crazy. You're like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I've been looking at, at levels with like diamonds in the background. Where are those levels? Um, it was also the first time, I think, I'm saying this without doing any research, this is the first game where you could become supersonic. By collecting all the Chaos Emeralds, you could become essentially a Super Saiyan Dragon Ball version of Sonic who was invincible and flew and has better jumping. And it, it was the first time you do that as a kid. Like Mario never turns into, I mean, he turns into Super Mario, but he never turns into like God Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he, you know, you get the you get the invincibility star, but but it's it's a different sort of thing. It's not like he completely changes form. Right. Right. No, he this Sonic became gold and glowed. Yeah. And beating the bonus levels to get the Chaos Emeralds was a feat of memorizing like right. you i as a kid drew out basically a map that would be like left right left jump so that each obstacle because a lot of the obstacles are happening the, the let me go back the bonus levels take place in a faux 3d environment where you are running down a like half pipe uh mm-hmm. that is curving and and curling around and you have to avoid a bunch of obstacles collect a bunch of rings uh in order to make it to the end of this obstacle course and a lot of those moments happen around blind corners so the only way that you could beat this level as a kid was to memorize it or to write it down um sonic 2 was for a long time my favorite game it, it was it's a uh, sorry go on well, that, that's I mean, the the other thing I want to say is as we're doing this sort of like layout of what all this is, fucking game had such good music, uh, amazing music. I, I and and, you know, you talked about the the bonus stages, uh, the this the the special stages, which are 3D. You're talking about the corkscrew effect and how dazzling that was. This also the the 3D effect. It's like this is like cool. And I know they were doing mode seven on on super nintendo you know at the same time but it was like this is fucking this is this feels like something new and like this is like a this is just like kind of an amazing thing to to see uh yeah talking about the music soundtrack right by masato nakamura and uh, uh, we got a, a few tracks pulled here uh, let's let's hear a little bit of the chemi- chemical plant zone oh god that Genesis sound chip. My God, De- Devin, Devin, our our engineer just added a clap emoji into the chat, and then added himself dancing. Um, it's great. That's a groove. That's a fucking bop. Yeah. Also, uh, just just another track, real quick. This is this is the music plays when you're drowning which is absolutely horrifying. Yeah. 
That sounds like a panic attack. Yeah. Yeah. And let's just say <laughs> I heard it a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's before so before we move forward, I want to say that uh Masato Nakamura is a member of this band, Dreams Come True, in Japan. Um, he composed the uh, first soundtrack, and then the American team pitched that they would compose the themes for Sonic 2 in-house. Those themes were rejected, and he was brought back. But because Sonic 1 had such a great soundtrack, he got to ask for a lot more money. And I like that as sort of an anecdote, is that this yeah, dude that was rules. like, oh, you want Sonic 2? All right, if you want those jams, you got to show me the clams. Am I right? <laughs> They're so good. I mean, wet money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, right. I have a, a, a clip from a 1989 song from this band, Dreams Come True, called Approach. Uh, and I think you can hear like how this sound would evolve into sonic sounding soundtracks. Like that sound in the background. That oh, yeah. could be. Oh yeah. That could be like Green Hill Zones three. Yeah, you speed this up a little bit. That's a Sonic. Uh, that's a Sonic track. The 100. The finale music from Sonic Two, the the song that plays, I believe, over the ending credits, was then re-released or repurposed as a Dreams Come True song. Uh just verbatim and this is a clip of that song showing how the game influenced you get it the crowd is going so crazy for this <laughs> I mean, what's great about this song is songs don't often sound like you've succeeded. And this yes, song is right. like the song you would play in your car after you got a raise. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but it's a fantastic soundtrack. I think up until the point that Sonic 2 was released, Mega Man 2 had one of the best soundtracks of all time in gaming. And I think Sonic 2 gave it a real run for its money. Such a good score. A real it's, it's, run. Mm, right. Because yes. if you listen to it too much, you get diarrhea. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's Going through those loopsy and all those chili dogs going to upset your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heather, you touched on the, the development of this game. Those those clips are amazing. Uh, you, you you talked about the development of this game and how it was it was co-developed in the U.S. and you know a figure that was involved with this is Mark Cerny, who's just such like a huge uh, uh, like a, a person in the the history, a huge person <laughs> in the history of of video <laughs> games, uh, being involved with the the PlayStation later. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's just like. It, it's it's kind of one of those things where you read about how it how it all came together and it's it's like just it's kind of a miracle that it ended up working like that. I didn't know the detail about the separate planes flying with the source code, uh, but like the uh, just that it was developed uh, with an international team before the era of, you know, easy 
internet communication and that 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 there was apparently a bunch of like internal conflict between the the Japanese side and the American side. You know, you you talked about how the the music being an element of that. It's just like it's it's kind of a it's kind of amazing that it all came together and that they were able to pull together this this just a, a, a amazing game that was uh, well received by the fans. I mean, loved by the fans. Still is beloved by the fans. I've, I've heard Sonic fans call this the best Sonic game. Uh, I'm not sure if you you agree with that. Uh, sold six million copies. Second best selling uh, Genesis slash Mega Drive game after Sonic One. And you know, uh, critically acclaimed. Also, the the you were talking about the hype a little bit earlier. And I before the show, I I showed you guys a before the record, I showed you guys a. Uh, 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 an, an issue of a magazine that I had video games and computer entertainment had a Sonic two hype issue with a hologram of Sonic on the cover. And it was just like, it was such an, like, I remember getting this in the mail and being like, Holy shit, this is amazing. Uh, apparently going on eBay, this thing that I threw into the trash, uh, <laughs> to, uh 20 years ago, apparently is now selling on eBay for 150 bucks. Uh, but it's, it's just like it, the people were, they were, the hype was the hype machine was out of control in this era. Yeah. I think, I think I want to say to what you just said about, uh, um, communication issues and, and tensions between the two teams. Yeah. Uh, Retro gamer did a, uh, a coverage of, of the making of Sonic two. And they reported that Yuji Naka said he would not make Sonic three if he had to work with Americans ever again. Uh, so it was enough of a problem making Sonic two that Sonic three was then divorced from this multi-team approach. And I think Sonic two is better than Sonic three. I think I might mm. be in the minority there, but I think it is a better game. I certainly like the sprite of Sonic better in Sonic 2 than in Sonic 3, where they try to emulate this 3D Donkey Kong Country approach to games that was uh, becoming so popular. So they gave him like a sure. shiny, rounder head. And I was like, I don't fucking want that. I want Sonic to look like Sonic, which was, I, I would say that the entire, the desire for Sonic to look like Sonic is so strong that years later, when a movie was was created <laughs> yeah. where Sonic didn't look like Sonic, people got up in arms about it. And a whole movie had to be redesigned and re re rearted. What do you call that? Re created? Rearted. I, I can't that's an unbelievable thing that happened. That there was the fan backlash was so strong. That the Sonic fandom was that <laughs> vociferous and that unified that uh, a movie studio is like, holy shit, this can't, we can't do, we can't, <laughs> we can't have this happen. We have to fix this. We have to spend ten, uh, like millions of dollars uh, to, to go ahead and, and redo the character design and redo a bunch of animation. And they were right to do it. Because hey, they they the the movie ends up coming out and and overall people like it and it's it's certainly financially successful. The sequel certainly uh, hugely financially successful. And it was financially successful, being that it was released a month before COVID. So like, yeah. this was Sonic One's success as a as a as a beginning of a franchise of films is also extremely dense. Like it's like people saw it immediately and. Uh, vociferously and then couldn't go into the movie theater again for like a year. Yeah. A lot of people's last movie they saw before uh, theaters reopened. Right. Yeah. 
the the it, it's the the Sonic uh, the movie fan backlash. It reminded me of like when you watch when you see like a French trucker convoy just like park all their big rigs on the highway and just block traffic for a week. And the French <laughs> government's just like, what? We got to give it to the union's demands. Like, what are we going to do? We're, we're completely <laughs> fucked here. And it was just like, they were just so mad and they were so correct that the, that, that they were just like, yeah, we got to fix this. We got to get rid of the teeth. I mean, there's nothing new to say about the original design of the movie Sonic. Uh, but he does look like I'm looking at it right now. He like he looks like if you were to draw Sonic from memory, like it's like almost Sonic. And that's almost like the yes. most upsetting thing about it. But then he has these nasty little teeth. Uh, it's a real Uncanny Valley sort of Sonic yeah. version. I, I guess we should talk about actually playing this thing now, which I played on my Switch. Matt, I believe you also played it on your Switch. Heather, of course, played it on original hardware on a CRT. Yes. <laughs> 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 Which I got to try when we hung out uh, a couple weeks ago. I got that's to right. I, I got to give on, it a go on Virtual Boy Wednesday or yeah, whatever that's that was. Right. Yeah, the day that will live in infamy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this was my I not um, Sonic's a big blind spot for me. I'll say because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I never had a, a Sega. I was not a Sega kid. And uh, although your uncle did have a Dreamcast, which you've talked he, about, he did have a Dreamcast, and he did he did have a Genesis. But like, I feel like I wasn't interested in watching him play Genesis. And the only experience sure. I had with Genesis was watching my grandma play like casino game. Uh, that I, you know, I was like f- four or five or something, and being like, "This is a funny thing to watch." Uh, but it, it, my grandma loved it. Uh, Am I the same age as your grandma? I'm trying um, to do the math here. I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you might be a little older, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have one of those young grandmas. Um, <laughs> the uh, but I like so I Sonic was never something that was interested uh, interesting to me. I remember maybe watching a Sonic cartoon when I was a kid, and I was obviously aware of Sonic. He's like, uh, you know culturally uh significant um sure. but this was like my first time and i'd messed with some sonic games like later on um but this is like my first time actually sitting down and playing a sonic game like for real that wasn't like sonic 06 or something we played for the show um and i was sort of like my impression of sonic before was i don't like this he's too fast like he moves too fast and I can't really see like what's going on. Um, and he makes me a little sick. He makes me a little dizzy. But I was uh, excited to give this a try and hyped for the movie also because I loved the first one. Um, so I was like, okay, like we're doing this for the show. I'm going to go, I'm going to go whole hog into Sonic and like, I'm going to try to beat this thing. And I did. I, I beat Sonic you 2. You beat it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. I didn't do any of the, I basically beat it without doing any of the extra cool stuff. I didn't get to do any of the bonus stages because I'm not good at it. That's, I've technically finished each act um, enough to move, you know, to move on. But I, uh, I did not do, I didn't, I'm dropping rings left and right. I'm like a, I don't know, a guy that drops rings. I can't, I don't know what that's, what that is. Uh, a ring dropper. Uh, uh, a ring uh, dropper. Uh, a nervous guy at a Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> a nervous guy go. at a Burger King. Um, but I, I, I was clumsy saying you, Frodo. <laughs> okay, I'm clumsy. Fro- no, actually I'm Frodo doing, completing the task. Um, that's some- true. He does want to drop, drop it in a Mount Doom. <laughs> Somebody at a wedding who sees Godzilla on the hor- uh, horizon. <laughs> 
Hey, you know what? That's a bad <laughs> ring bearer then, because your responsibility is to get that ring to the, the couple. Uh, you got to hold on to it. Godzilla be damned. How about, um, how, how about like a like a like a real Frodo? Yeah, we sort of that's gr- ground we covered. A, 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 a Wait, we did. Ago. Yeah, we, we did? Could do this for ten more minutes. Probably. Did I? Yeah. Did I? Bl- did I black out while you guys, because I was trying to come up with... It's certainly our fault that you didn't totally hear it. Possible. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you right. entered a fugue state. Yeah. Instead of uh, <laughs> killing us, you just decided to to check out for a second. That's totally fine. Um, but yeah, I I was saying to you guys, I had a, I had a moment playing this game mm-hmm. where Sonic, I got Sonic. Like, I just got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really clicked for me, and that sort of helped me power through the rest of the game um not power through i enjoyed myself but you know like i it, it helped it gave me that push i needed to be like wow i love this uh right. and it was in the the chemical zone it, it was like just like a particular loop uh in that thing there was like i i just kind of made my way through a, a chunk of the map like going through loops and going fast hitting the you know buttons and like jumping around and stuff and i just it just hit me suddenly that i was like oh this is what I've been missing this whole time. I loved this. I loved it. I, it just made me love it immediately. And I'm bad at it, but I it just clicked, and I, I was just like, I get what this whole thing is now, and I, I love it. I think philosophically, here's what I, what I think a Sonic game is. I think that the Sonic game is, uh, uh, it is an encouragement of, mo- of momentum. Yes. Because there are often times where you'll go through a loop and you'll get springed backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like up on an angle backwards. But if you lean into the momentum of being sprung backwards, you usually hit another spring. It is in it is when you are attempting to rein Sonic in that you fail at the um the intended level design of the game. Yes. And then that is married to the sequences where you have to be extremely careful and uh, and delicate, like w- where you're on a platform over water and the platform turns upside down at certain points and so you have to time your jumps. And those sequences are, I think, designed to be frustrating because you cannot go fast. Sure. And you are, as the player, you feel sonic. You feel like... The the thing that Sonic does where he taps his foot impatiently, that's you, the player, when you're in these sequences that are, like, so specific. And I think that that teeter-totter of experience is what makes a Sonic game good, is, oh, finally, the release of loops and speed and springs and flying through the air with no recognizable platforming scenery, and there are just rings up here, and I'm going fast— and then the other parts where you're like, oh, I got to time this right and go underneath these spikes and yes. oh, I just want to go fast. Yeah, I, I definitely and I've always had that feeling playing the 2D Sonics. And I, but I think I think I think it's really well stated. And I think also that that kind of speaks like like that sort of pacing of it of just like, you know, you get the you get to those portions where you're kind of like the the you're resting uh, the core gameplay element of just like forward momentum and just you're 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 kind of in that holding pattern a little bit like that's what makes those things so those elements so satisfying and I think that that's also what's so di- what makes it so difficult to translate it to 3D because there's not like necessarily a great way to replicate that usually in, in 3D games where you have those like 
like the 3D Sonics will just be like a more open sort of exploratory sort of environment, but it doesn't sort of replicate the same sort of feeling when you've just got a sort of three free roaming 3D world. It just sort of feels inert. Uh, But I I just like like the this this game is so it, it is kind of more of the same of Sonic one. And uh, but I think that's the thing is that Sonic one was was already so good and such a complete idea and that the more stuff they add here, you know, chiefly tails is the big thing. It's just like, oh, you've got a you got a you got a buddy and he's an awesome character design and he's he's distinct from Sonic and a great counterpart. He flies Uh, a goddamn plane. This guy. That's cool. That's cool as hell. Uh, and then also like the zones. And, you know, I think the big one that people think of with Sonic 2 is Casino Night Zone, uh, which is so fucking visually striking and such a perfect fit for Sonic as a character. It's just just him just sort of, you know, uh, zooming around, ricocheting around in those the uh, that 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 casino environment. It's just it's so it's so cool. It's really yeah, like dazzling. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I. I immediately, upon like finishing that level, went to uh, the internet because I was like, I have to see a like full printout like of this level. I want to see what it looks like as a whole, uh, and it was shocking to me because like Mario levels for the most part, like, like original Mario levels to me. Um, go from left to right and like that's kind of it right like uh there's like variations that they they might go up um but in these sonic levels they're going down they're going back they're it's like it's a real wild level design but and it's all like so intentional and so like hey yeah you can go this way there's another way you can go but you could also go this way um and, and it's i was just like blown away by the craft of it i loved it the the level designs are so so good in this game I I also think, you know, all of this stuff is awesome on its own. There's also a uh, like a racing mode on this game for two players, like a split screen racing mode. That's like you when you think of Sonic 2, you forget that there's also like, hey, if you and your buddy are hanging out with in 1992 and you Mm -hmm. both want to play Sonic, you can play where one person plays as Tails and one person plays as Sonic, but you can also play competitive racing Sonic on the same cartridge. That's fucking cool. That's really awesome. Yeah, um, it, it is cool. I will say. Don't do it. I remember that. No, I just remember that being a thing where it's just like this kind of looks weird. You know, talking about it with like with, with like a 11, 12 year old brain of just because everything's compressed. Right. right. It's like they. Yeah. It's, it's so it's like with like we got squish Sonic. We got squish tails. And it's it's like it's like amazing that they do it. But it's also like, I guess, how else would they do it? Uh, you know, you're 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 sh- you're sparing you're sharing the screen real estate and you need that extra uh, width to be able to see where the fuck you're going. But everything's everything's squished. You're yeah. squishing a four by three picture into to half that space vertically. Zack Snyder loved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also multiple endings to Sonic Two. That's fucking cool. Like, yeah, there weren't it's one multi- where you become the Elden Lord, which is yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one where you become the dung eater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Which I think hedgehogs do. I think they do eat shit. Um, Is that I, why he likes chili dogs? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. He's fucking poo poo. 
I fucking hate that. <laughs> I don't want to think about that ever. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> uh, but there's multiple endings to this game, which you can beat as Tails, you can beat as Sonic and Tails, and you can beat as Supersonic. And you get different graphics at the end. And that, as a kid, you're like, what? Wow, they made it so that, because it paid attention to how I was playing. That rocks. And, yeah. Like, Mario didn't do that shit. Mario doesn't care. Yeah, Mario don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's a, there's ever been a Mario game with with different endings. I don't think so. I don't think any mainline Marios ever do that. The one I the first one I remember where that was an element where you could get different endings was Castlevania Two. That was the first one where like the first time I beat it, I got the I got the bad ending, and then I found out that there was like read in a strategy guide or something, or my friend told me at school that you could get a good ending where instead of being black and white and him collapsing at a grave. Uh, it's color. And I was like, "Whoa!" And I figured out, how to, or or I I was told how to do that. Uh, but yeah, that that is that is like a cool, absolutely a cool thing. Um, and I, I'll just say, playing it now, like it's, I, I I I mean, it feels great. It's still the physics feel feel really good. I I think it's it's super fun and it's super playable. I love that you can find it on so many platforms. That's yeah. such an issue with so many retro games is that you have to jump through so many hoops to actually play them. But this is a classic game that should be accessible and available everywhere. Even though N- Nintendo's Switch Online has their own stupid pricing that everything's so convoluted and 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 expensive and you know you have to download the uh, the the Genesis app and set that up and everything. Yeah. It's like like everything's a little clunky, but it is still like available if you want to play it in your Switch and you can play it pretty much pixel perfect. There are two other ways to play it on the Switch though too. There's uh you can like buy it from the eShop as is like as a standalone game Sonic Two, um and there's a like Genesis Classics uh, thing that has a bunch oh, of Genesis that's right. games, yes. and it has yeah. Sonic Two in it also. And Sonic Origins was just announced like the other day, and it's like all the original Sonic games coming uh, digitally to all platforms. You know, Sonic CD hasn't been announced as of this record as a part of that uh, collection, mm-hmm. but the story in the animatic is the Sonic CD story, so I can't imagine they aren't going to wow. include Sonic CD. Like, it would be so wild. There is a Metal Sonic in Sonic 2, but Mecha Sonic that is in the cartoon that is like the teaser for this collection Mm -hmm. is the one from Sonic CD. The little pink hedgehog, I think her name is Amy. Yeah. Yes, Amy Rose. (laughs) She's, She's from Sonic CD. Like, there are, like, it's, it's a very weird teaser if you're not including that game. Did, did, is... Did Sonic's robot dad ever make it into a game, or is that only a comics thing? I do not think he ever. I don't remember that ever. I don't he has think a robotic Sonic father has a canonical father in in any of these games. Got it. Uh, did you like because because the game that 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 um. Uh, I just forgot the name of it. Oh, a Sonic Mania. Uh-huh. Uh, the the like 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 I like, I played that when it came out, and I just thought that was fucking great. And I don't know if I you know if someone's like new to the Sonic franchise, if I want to say like go play Sonic Two, or if they should just play Sonic Mania because Sonic Mania is kind of more like approachable. I feel like, uh, but it also hmm. is such a love letter to the original franchise that. 
I don't. I don't know if you should. If it does assume some knowledge from the player that maybe I I I didn't pick up on. But 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 like it's it's. I, I guess it just feels like a more modern game because it came out in 2017. Uh, but I don't know. I think I think people played Sonic 2 for the first time or revisiting it. You know, uh, because of this episode, I think they'll they'll like what they play. Can I can I put on like grandma glasses here for a moment and say something sure. about Sonic Please. 2 and and modern gaming? So I played Sonic 2 on, as stated, on my Genesis on a CRT. Mm -hmm. And the only way you're getting through that fucking game is memorizing. Because you essentially, in order to, like, you can lose your rings, recollect your rings, and get through any sequence in the game by, like, a, you you have, like, a, a damage meter. And the damage meter is if you have rings or don't have rings, right? Right. Um, Great But there's no other, like, saving mechanic to Sonic 2. And so if you're a new gamer and you're like, ah, where am I going to get into Sonic? And you're like, Sonic 2 is too hard. Game was made for babies. (laughs) It was made for children. Like like a 12-year-old in the 90s was playing Sonic 2. A 10-year-old, an 8-year-old was playing Sonic 2 and they were getting through it. So if you need to like fucking save state your way through Sonic 2, you're worse than a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma glasses off. Yeah, I mean, it's... uh, Look, you you can absolutely progress through this normally. That said... If you're playing it on 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 that Switch collection, you can pause, you can rewind, and obviously, if you're playing an emulator, you can use save states if you just yeah. want to sort of sort of blunt force your way through it. And to that, I but- say, goo goo gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Man, games used to be pretty unforgiving. We've talked about it on on the show before, but yeah. it was like. You had one game that was supposed to last you for months and months because yes. they were like, oh, this is a $59 game in 1992, which is like buying your kid like a $300 thing. Yes. And so the games were difficult in order to encourage longevity of the title themselves. Whereas now, like fucking $14 a month or whatever, and you can get a million billion games. Like it's a yeah. very different environment. Or even just well, like... Elden Ring too. Like Elden Ring is this thing that like costs the same as Sonic 2 when Sonic 2 came out basically. And uh Sonic 2 can be completed in 3 hours. Like if if you like really do it. Uh, sure. If if yeah, if you know what you're doing yeah. and you know if you're if you're using a, a modern modern assists, yeah, you can get through it that quickly. Uh and uh, I I yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, it's like it's it, it was a way, like you were saying, Heather, to artificially extend gameplay length. That said, modern AAA games are are fucking big and oftentimes too big. Yeah. You know, it's like, like they, they load in so much. Yeah, they load in so much content. I, I mean, Elden Ring, honestly, isn't even what I'm thinking of, although yeah. although you're right, it is a, a gigantic game. I'm more thinking of like you're just sort of you know, you, the Assassin's Creeds of the world Too big. where it's just like this is just jam packed with so much content to justify its price point and to justify the season pass you're going to pay for that. 
you know, but it's bloated in a different way because they're able to generate the assets and, and you know, modern engines are so much more uh, 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 so much more flexible and extensible and they have much larger teams that they're able to build just massive amounts of content. It's not like you have to keep replaying the same content and failing at it in order to artificially make this, you know, this three hours of content extend into 20 hours. Uh, but it's uh, uh, on that on that note, just talking about how long it is. I, I watched some I, I, of course, watched some speed runs of this. Uh, I, a fucking awesome game to watch speed runs of. Like, yeah, it's just just the people just mastering these stages. And he's already fast. No, he's already fast. And then people who just know like 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 Heather, like you were saying, just have the entire layouts memorized. And especially you watch no glitch speed runs and just watch people just get just progress through it normally. It's just like fuck is this is this is so cool to watch uh but one of them i was watching some and the guy was commenting as he was playing on twitch and it was funny because he was like talking about like he just had so much resentment towards the mario speedrun community and how like pe- <laughs> like people were like way too hyped about mario speedruns it was like it was one of those things like every niche has its own little insular turf wars where it's like if you're if you're speed running Sonic, there's still something some shit you're mad about, which to you is like the greatest injustice in the world. Um, but that's that said, the, the people who actually can can do these speed runs are just so insanely talented. It's 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 an awesome thing to watch. Also, if you just want to if you don't want to actually play this game or you don't have the, the resource to actually play this game, time to play this game, watch some playthroughs because it's it's a fun game to watch as well. And it is so visually cool for its era. For any era. What do you um, anything, anything else? Oh, the, did, Heather, did you have the Sonic and Knuckles lock-on cart? I, so, I got Sonic 3, right? I get Sonic 3, and I liked it a lot less than Sonic CD at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Sonic CD was so... Also, of, of note, Sonic CD takes a lot of the ideas that were developed for Sonic 2 that weren't used... For example, multiple versions of the same level that take place in the past, present, and future. That was like a Sonic 2 intended design. Mm -hmm. Uh, And some of the levels in Sonic 2 as released, as published, are vestigial versions of those past, present, future level designs. Like there's one that's Mm -hmm. a dinosaur level, right? Uh, And that's supposed to be the past of Green Hill Zone or Emerald Hill Zone. Wow, um, that's cool. But Sonic CD comes out. I'm, you know, a Sonic kid, a Sega kid. And now I have this incredible system that has this awesome music. And there's a full cartoon in front of Sonic when you play Sonic on Sonic CD. So when Sonic 3 comes out, not only am I bummed at the redesign of the, the minor redesign of Sonic's sprite bums me out. But I also don't like the way Knuckles looks. And so mm. when Sonic and Knuckles is released, I just rent it. Like I don't actually buy oh, or, wow. or ask for the cartridge that year. Uh, it was, I didn't, yeah, I don't, I, I don't like, I don't like post Sonic 2, Sonic CD, Sonic games until we get all the way to Sonic 2006, which I fucking love. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just a masterclass in gaming. <laughs> Sometimes I think about that second level, the one that I, I don't know, I played for probably three hours just trying to get through it. And I'm yes. like, this is peak Sonic. <laughs> that game made me want to throw up. Yeah, that game sucked. Real Guys, you've, you've both seen Sonic 2, the movie, right? 
Yes. I have not seen it yet. Oh. oh. I really wanted to see it in advance. I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Well, then I guess we can't really talk about it other than to say that if you like Sonic games a lot, there is a lot of Sonic references specifically to Sonic 2 and even the unreleased levels of Sonic 2 are a concept in Sonic 2 the movie. Wait, did you so you saw it, Heather? Yeah. You can spoil everything. I don't I mean, I don't fucking care. I'm not precious about it. Uh I don't know what to spoil. What are you asking me here? You want to know? Well, you're saying like we can't we can't really talk about it. You guys can talk about it, though. I'm just saying, like, don't you don't have to not talk about it for my sake. Giving Sonic to the Bruno treatment. The story of the story. (laughs) God, (laughs) Jesus. The the story of Sonic 2, the movie is essentially Sonic 2, the game with a little bit of Sonic 3 thrown in. Yeah. Right. Uh, And. I don't know, I, I didn't. I didn't like it as much as Sonic 1, and I think that's because it used a video game story. Like, Sonic mm-hmm. 1 is not, a, is not, you know, a remake of Sonic the Hedgehog, the game. It is an interpretation of that world, like, blown out and, and sort of extended. Whereas Sonic 2, it was like, okay, so Knuckles wants the Chaos Emerald, and they're going to fight the same boss monsters as in Sonic 2, the game. Like, it was... Is a little bit. Um, a little there was bit a wedding too... subplot. I don't think nope. that's in the game. There was a wedding. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I um, it's it has a so it has so many references. Like poses that Sonic does in the movie are from box art. The drowning uh, music is in it. The drowning music is in it. You know, sucking down a bubble to be able to live like Mm -hmm. it's it's I don't know. It's a great movie for kids in the 90s. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I texted you guys this that uh, my theater when I saw it, I saw it opening day Friday, like in the afternoon at like 11 a.m. And (laughs) my screening was um, a bunch of dads and their children and me by myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that's why the usher kept coming up to you and shining a flashlight at yeah, you. Yeah, did you? Are you losing your? Did you miss a? Uh, are you missing a kid? What's going on? <laughs> um, but I will what say that I'll, popcorn position in the center of your lap. <laughs> I don't know where I'm supposed to put it. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, all the kids in my theater really loved the movie. They were getting antsy at some parts uh, mm-hmm. because it was over two hours long, um, which is maybe uh, too much of a runtime for Sonic. Um, but I really enjoyed the movie and all the kids at the end, there's a reveal in the credits, of course, uh, cause now all movies do this. All the kids sure. said, Oh no, it was really, really sweet. It was a very, very sweet, um, audience reaction. Wow. The reveal is Gad fucked Hubert. <laughs> yeah. They, they actually just showed that again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually just like the words on screen. <laughs> like in like uh, like bold impact font or just like gad <laughs> fucked cuber <laughs> uh any other thoughts before we get to the uh, audience thoughts listener thoughts uh here's one last thought about the movie sonic 2 is yeah. that sonic is a, a comedian uh Knuckles is Idris Elba. Tails mm-hmm. is voiced by Tails from the game. Love that. 
Or from the animated series. Yeah. No, the game, right? The animated series? I don't know. It's, but it's Tails. Like, yeah, the voice of Tails. Sonic Canonical sounds voice like of Tails. Ben and Knuckles sounds like Idris. And then Tails is Tails. Yeah, it kind of rocks. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, I thought Knuckles was really funny. <laughs> yeah, he's great. I was really laughing quite a bit. He just kind of didn't get, he's kind of dumb. He doesn't really get stuff sometimes. It was really funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it, Colleen, o, Colleen O'Shaughnessy yes. is the the voice of Sonic in the movie, as well as in games and uh, animated series. So, wow, yeah, very, very, very esteemed voice actor with a lot of lot of credits. It's great. Um, but yeah, that's the end of my thoughts. Uh, you know, if you want to experience Sonic, and it's and it's the way it was intended, go get yourself a Genesis at a Goodwill. Uh, find a copy of that game in in yeah. some bargain bin at the yeah. back of a at the back of a what do you what do you like a thrift store? Yeah, go spend nine hundred dollars. Get yourself a CRT. <laughs> get a get a Genesis, uh, an yes. original Genesis, and like a, just a copy of Sonic Two. Yeah. So if yeah. I get a Genesis S video cable, buy that <laughs> off of eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Or what do you do? You do are, are there component cables for Genesis? Well, I have, I have mine's. So I have, because I have a PVM CRT, my mm. uh, input is RGB. So I have a Genesis SCART cable and then a SCART to RGB converter. Uh, wow. Though I do have some of my consoles have been modded. Like my Super NES is RGB direct, uh, which makes it look gorgeous. It's It's breathtaking. To see that machine running on on the PBM. Um, that's when when I was a kid, I played on my uh, like all my console games. My dad my dad had an old Commodore sixty four monitor uh, that I wow. played the, this 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 Commodore sixty four CRT that I played all my like NES and Super Nintendo games on. And I remember just like as a kid thinking like like I wish I had a TV. But like it was like a monitor. It had like monitor fidelity, and it had like uh, the you know. It, it it wasn't it didn't have like RGB inputs. It had uh or RCA inputs rather. It had the uh you know the the what what was the what was the standard? Was it RGB? The standard. Whatever it was, whatever yeah, it was, know. it had it had like the 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 cables that like it like it. Uh, fuck, I should know this off the top of my head. I remember it had different cables than my friends had hooked up to their TV because it was like a higher fidelity. But I just remember it being like like this is weird that it's a monitor, not a not a not a TV and looking back as like, I fucking wish I had that Commodore 64 monitor. It was so cool looking. It had this amazing retro aesthetic and it would, it, it looked fantastic. And I, I spent so many hours gaming on it and I just completely just was, was mostly annoyed by it as a kid. Are we Very thinking stupid. VGA? Is that what you're thinking? VGA. Yes. Okay. But, but, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a VGA cable oh. though. Mm, I don't know. R- yeah, VGA was its own the thing. The R cable? What is it? The R? R band? R type? I think it was RGB cables. Because it was know. like, it had like, it had, yeah, it was an RGB cables. It had, it had two for, uh, uh, yeah, red and white for audio, and then the, the, the multicolors for the video inputs. Call your dad right now and get to the bottom of this. All right, let me get him on the phone. <laughs> hey, dad. Uh, yeah, I'm recording a... Yeah, I record a podcast about video games. My son, you haven't called me in years. 
Yeah, sorry. I kind of got busy with uh, work and stuff. Um, so yeah, do you remember what the inputs were on that Commodore 64 monitor I, I, you gave me to play my video games on in I, my room? I miss you and I love uh-huh. you. Yeah, we. I mean, we can we can talk about this later. Um, but yeah, I really just have a Commodore sixty four monitor focus question. Red, green, and blue. Okay, that was so was the RGB, but it wasn't a component cable, so it was a different standard. I'll I'll have to. You know what? I I might need more. I might just need to do do, do some more digging here to figure out exactly what that was. I've kept your room the same. Uh huh. Yeah. A p- poster of a cheeseburger. A poster of French fries. Uh huh. Yeah, I did have some of my favorite foods up in there. Why don't I send you uh, a link to 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 sign up to our Airbnb? You can start renting that out because uh, I know you could probably use some extra income. <laughs> I love you, Nick. Uh huh. Why you've never said it once? Abadaga tuned out. He's he just <laughs> left the record. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just watching. I'm having fun. Yeah. He's like, I don't know Maybe about it, this bit. <laughs> there, that can't be what? There could be two dads on the phone. <laughs> could be. Uh, the uh, I remember it, it was a uh, fuck. No, you know what? Here's what it was. It was the RCA cables. <laughs> because what what I remember is that everyone else had the TV tuner that they were using. They had like just like the little uh, like that. That was what would plug in. That's what was go. different about it. But a anyway, mystery it still solved was a great in picture. real time. We love it. Yeah, completely <laughs> uninteresting for everyone. <laughs> Why did I have to work that out? <laughs> what is interesting is our Ryu crew. We shared our thoughts. It's now time for the You Play of the We Play You Play. So we got your reviews of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, some of your collected thoughts. Uh, Matt, let's get into them. All right. This one is coming from past guest, friend of the show, uh, Mono Agapian. He says, Wow. uh, One of the most overrated games ever. Much like a race car, it's shiny, pretty, and quick with little substance. And I just put it in there because I don't agree, but I love a hot take. Harsh. Yeah. Very harsh. He doesn't <laughs> like it. That's that's hard. It's uh, it's hard to hear it. I, I accept another person's opinion about Sonic, even when it's the wrong opinion. But it's <laughs> you know I poof. That's a that's rough to hear. And you know, Mono's like Mono's Mono's big deal. He he mm-hmm. he wrote in for the Ryu crew. That's pretty nice. Yep. That's pretty cool. Thanks, Mono. Thanks, Mono. Mono also a bit of a Mono. Nintendo fanboy. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's on the other side of that uh, Sonic Speedrunner uh, debate. Um, <laughs> uh, this next one is from uh, at Tim DeCleric on Twitter, and they write, "This was the first and only game I ever had for Game Gear. I got so mad at it that I broke the screen. We may or may not have returned it as defective. Then I became a Game Boy boy, wow. running a grift as a kid." <laughs> did did any uh did Heather did you ever play the Game Gear version? Yes. I had the Game Gear version. Um it's, you know, not Sonic 2 that you see in the commercials. Mm, so sure. like as a kid you're like woof. This is r-. and also the 
aspect ratio on the Game Gear, I think, was a little bit taller than it was wide. <laughs> just three, a little four. bit. It was just a weird, it was a weird experience. And the music sounded like, I'm. I, I, we've already, we've already played these baller jams that that came yeah. with Sonic Two. Sonic Two on the uh, Game Gear sounded like a greeting card. You know the ones that play music when you open yeah, them like up. Tinny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Heather, you said Wolf a second ago, and this next one's from at Dog's Dad Bod on Twitter, uh, and they write, "Wow, hedgehogs are actually pretty slow relative to other mammals. Totally scientifically wrong. Cannot suspend disbelief. A hundred percent unplayable." So there you go. They, didn't, they couldn't get uh, their head around that one. Um, this one's from at Now I Have Heartburn on Twitter, and they write. I am sorry for drowning Sonic so many times in this game. I was six and I couldn't handle the pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies accepted. Uh, And finally, uh, at 90s reviewer on Twitter uh, wrote to us and they said, in a franchise with so many games, Sonic 2 easily held the top spot for 25 years. Competition wasn't even close because the 3D games were just good at best. 25 years before Sonic Mania took the crown. Damn impressive. Good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like they, there was the, the, the you know, that the, they they had trouble getting the Sonic franchise kind of back on track after this. But it, it, this is this is maybe the apex of it from a game, a game standpoint. Depending on your thoughts on Sonic Mania. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Hey, thanks for sending those in. Uh, and hey. That's this week's Get Played. Follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And Matt, very special announcement. Next month, we're doing a theme. This is your pitch, your passion, your baby. Tell us what's coming. Who's that theme month? It's Pokemay. That's right. All month long. For the month of May, we're exploring all things Pokemon. So tune in next week to find out exactly what we mean by that. And (laughs) you got played. (laughs) I did. I did. (laughs) 